Everybody and welcome to the WDW newscast. Today is Wednesday, March 30th, 2011. I am your host, Lou Mangello, author of the Walt Disney World trivia books, the audio guides to Walt Disney World, publisher of Celebrations Magazine, and host of WDW Radio. Be sure and join us every Wednesday night at 7:30 p.m. Eastern at wdwnewscast.com for a live interactive discussion about this week's Walt Disney World news. You can be part of the newscast right in the chat room, and if you can't catch it live, you can always watch it at www.radio.com or comment on the blog over at youtube.com slash wdwradio. Be sure and get notified of upcoming live events, other things going on by following me over at Twitter. I'm twitter.com slash lumangelo, and join the friend page at Facebook. It's facebook.com slash wdwradio. This week's newscast is brought to you by our friends over at touringplans.com they are the, really the brains and the research team behind the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World on the site you're going to find the crown calendar with the best parks to visit the most crowded parks to avoid every day of the year they are also going to have how crowded the parks are going to be 150 plus touring plans for Walt Disney World and for Disneyland and don't forget you can also take touring plans with you into the parks on your smartphone with their new Lions application. It has actual and fast pass wait times, lots more. Be sure to go check them out over at touringplans.com. So in this week's news, uh, there's one thing I want to talk about. Really hasn't started yet, but people are starting to get a sneak peek because the new meet and greet and really the home for Mickey Mouse and the Disney princesses experienced a soft opening today. Tomorrow, uh, actually on Friday, April 1st, is going to be the, the official grand opening of the new homes for Mickey, Minnie, Cinderella, Aurora, and Belle over in Town Square at the former home of the Expo Hall. And I don't want to spoil for you a lot of what's going on inside. First of all, because I haven't experienced it personally. And second, I want you guys to be surprised when you see it. However, I did have a couple of pictures I wanted to share uh, of the location for you. As you can see, it's still sponsored by Kodak, but the Town Square Expo Exposition Hall is now known as the Town Square Theater. You can also see fast pass wait times, both for Mickey on the right and the princesses on the left. So you can actually get now go and get fast passes uh, for meet and greet characters. Really the first time they've ever done that. Inside, there is a huge expansive lobby and you can see how long they're already planning for the queue to be. Uh, they've done a beautiful job keeping that Victorian theme, but there's a lot of velvet ropes and stanchions going back and forth. So even with the fast pass, I'm very curious to see how long these lines, how long these waits are going to be, and can you sort of line up, can you queue up standby without getting a fast pass? A couple other things that have been revealed from some people who were there today and sent me some tweets and some messages was that just like we saw on the Disney Dream, and as we expected uh, this to start happening in the theme parks, possibly even the re resorts, Enchanted Art is going to be found in the queue as well. Again here, don't want to spoil it for you, so I just have a still image instead of a video, but this is what appears to be sort of a, a movie poster or a, uh, a performance poster, but as you walk in front of it, it does come to life. One thing I want to talk to people about who are in the chat 
is do you like these things? Do you like this idea of this virtual art, like the dream? Do you want to see more of that uh, in the theme park? You know, for those who cruised and did experience it, did it enhance your experience or did it seem intrusive on the experience at all? Uh, I know for a lot of us, we enjoy the surprises and the incredible use of technology as you wandered around the ship. Uh, Again, not wanting to spoil the entire location for you, but here's what the Mickey and Minnie greet is meet and greet is going to look like inside the Town Square Theater. There's also a separate one for each of the princesses. And of course, you exit out into a gift shop. Um, But one thing that I have noticed and I've seen both in the pictures and from what people have been telling me online is that there is a significant amount, excuse me, of detail, both on the exterior and in the queue. Uh, Mickey is sort of dressed up like a magician, so you're going to see Magician Mickey in his dressing room instead of in his home in Toontown, but there are a lot of references to classic Mickey, uh, classic animated films, Fantasia, things from the 20s and the 30s and the 40s, which I like, but it also very much certainly fits in with the time, the location, and the story of Walt Disney World's Main Street USA. You'll see the date on the building is 1901, which puts it squarely in the middle of where Town Square should be in Main Street USA. Of course, to learn more about the story of Main Street USA, I will shamelessly plug the audio guide to Walt Disney World Main Street USA CD, which you can get on iTunes or at www.radio.com. What... The reason why I think this is important and significant is I think it is a big leap forward as far as character meet and greets, certainly more than what Mickey had over in the judge's tent. Um, Visually, much more appealing. Functionally, now with the fast passes, there's a, a gift shop there. It really is more of an experience uh, for when you go to meet the character. So for people who are in the chat room or who are watching uh, after the show online, what do you think about the new location itself on Main Street USA? Do you think Mickey and Minnie and the princesses, do you think they fit there? (coughs) Excuse me. Do you think maybe it was a bit of a stretch or somewhere else in the Magic Kingdom you would have put it? Remember, Mickey's Toontown Fair was created because people could not find where they could meet Mickey. Now they could meet him as soon as they walk in the door. So I'm wondering how that's going to change the flow and the guest experience. Things like touringplans.com. Will they take this into account? Is this going to be where people are stopping first thing in the morning? I'm sure Tony's Town Square is now going to be a much more popular restaurant. You make your ADR, you go get your fast pass, you go eat, you come back, and Mickey and the princesses are waiting to see you. Also, how is the character fast pass going to affect or interact with an attraction fast pass? So if you get your fast pass for Mickey, does that mean that you can't go and get your fast pass for the Jungle Cruise until your time to meet Mickey is over? Um, It's very interesting how they're going to handle that aspect of it. Some people are saying Main Street is going to be extremely crowded. Remember, too, first thing in the morning after Rope Drop, there are a lot of characters who are out in the plaza, uh, right in the center by the statue and the flagpole, and even off to either side, meeting guests as they come in. It does sort of take some of that flow away. Now I wonder how this is going to affect uh, people's ability to get through or, or how they tour the parks. Um, 
people are suspecting that there may be a bottleneck on Main Street. Will people even know right off the bat that that's where they're supposed to go to meet Mickey and Minnie? There was no sign, at least that I saw <clears throat> outside. I'm wondering if they're going to have some sort of sandwich board sign out there letting people know this is Mickey and the Princess's new home. This is where you go and meet them. Again, you're going to be sort of stopped before even hitting any attractions to go ahead and start seeing. So I'm wondering if the left side, right side, you know, because of where it's going to be, uh, I think a lot of people tend to enter on the right. Is that going to be sort of uh, a little more crowded than if you enter on the left side? Or are they going to do something to work on that flow? Again, I think time is uh, is very much going to tell. Um, is this the first of a trend that we're going to see towards character meet and greet locations with fast pass times? Or is this more of an experiment. Uh, do you like having that? Do you prefer having characters just sort of out and about roaming around or having specific locations where they'll be all day like Mickey, like the princesses, like Pixie Hollow, all these locations like that where you know where you can go any time of day for the most part and meet the characters that you want to meet. Uh, CDN Mommy says she hopes it's a trend. <clears throat> Excuse me. Malarkey One makes a good point. Do you think they're going to enforce the hour window for the character Fast Pass? Uh, Disney Fan Three Sixteen makes people are thinks people are certainly going to do their research. Uh, and Disney Three likes both options. Both having them in the parks is magical, but knowing where they are is a benefit too. I very much like that sort of unexpected surprise when all of a sudden Rafiki shows up in Adventureland or whatever it might be showing up in a certain land. I think some of those surprises and the things outside uh, are a lot of fun as well. Uh, Rianne and Tony like those uh, random interactions with characters. I certainly agree. Disney 05, will it interfere with people going to Tony's Town Square? I don't think so because Tony's is way off to the left, so it's going to have a separate entrance really from the main entrance to the uh, to the theater. So, um <clears throat> For people who are in chatting, and again, I want you to please come by in youtube.com slash Radio. answer some of these questions. What other characters uh, would you like to see have these permanent meet and greet locations? What other characters maybe would you like to see have any sort of interaction in the park? Um, you know, there's a lot of characters that people are fans of from the films, don't get a chance to see, and then other times there's some more obscure characters wandering around the parks. So do you like the location? How do you think it's going to affect the flow? How do you think it's going to affect the fast pass system and the ability to create and use uh, touring plans? And maybe what other characters would you like to see in the parks? So that's the only news that we have for this week. I did want to make a couple of very quick announcements. First is something new that we have coming over to the site and that you guys could certainly be a part of. And then something that will take place next week, a new live broadcast coming on next week. Uh, you know, Walt Disney once said that um, some of the greatest treasures in the world can be found inside books, and, and I certainly agree. Uh, something we've been thinking about for a long time. I think this was really suggested maybe two years ago from some of the box people. Uh, and something that we wanted to do, we think it's a great opportunity to broaden the Disney fan experience and also get us all involved in something else community-wise and study some uh, some of those Disney books in a new, fun way. So we are starting the WDW Radio Disney Book Club. Um, anybody, everybody is welcome to join. There's no membership fee. There's nothing to sign up for. What we're going to do 
is we are going to pick a book. We're going to suggest the book club members read it. Again, you can choose to opt in or opt out of whatever you like. And then what we'll do on the blog is we'll post questions about the book. We want you guys to comment there in the forums on Facebook, wherever you guys are most comfortable, um, and certainly on the show. We might do it chapter by chapter. We might do it section by section, whatever it's going to be. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for guest participation, for prizes. Uh, always want your feedback as to how we're doing it, any suggestions you might have for future books, um, ways we can handle the book club. So what I want to do is go ahead and announce the first book uh, that we're going to be um, doing for the Disney Book Club. And timing being everything that it is, the first book comes from a, a friend of mine and a friend of the show, and it is Ridley Pearson's new book, Kingdom Keepers 4 Power Play. It is the latest in the very, very popular Kingdom Keepers series that takes place inside Walt Disney World. The book comes out next Tuesday, April 5th. We thought it was a great way to kick off the book club with somebody who's been on the show before with a book that takes place in and about Walt Disney World. So what we're going to do is this. In order to give you time to order and to get the book, which uh, well, actually here's the, uh, here is the cover, we will uh, give you time to get the book, do a little bit of reading, and then what we'll do is we'll publish a blog update with discussion questions. We'll have links to additional information on some of the people and events mentioned in each chapter so you can learn a little bit more. And who knows, maybe we'll have Ridley come on the show to talk about the book, maybe even join us one night in one of the live chats. Maybe we'll get Ridley on, <coughs> excuse me, either in person or uh, maybe we'll do a video conference and have Ridley come on, give you a chance to talk to him Hopefully we can do that with additional books and additional authors as well. Uh, what I will do is I will put a link. I think I have it. Uh, let's see. I'm going to put a link right here to where you can go to Amazon.com <coughs> in the chat room. You can order the book there. That is an affiliate link. I get like six cents if you order the book from there. But any help and support, as long as you order the book from Amazon, you might as well order it from there. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to this. Again, I saw a lot of people in the chat uh, excited about it. You don't need to have read the first other three books in order to uh, catch up on what's going on. I, I would suggest at least reading the first one so you get an, an idea of the characters and some of the technology and the terminology that's used in the books. Uh, they are a fun, very, very simple read. A lot of you can probably get it done uh, in one night. Uh, it, it's, it's sort of positioned as a a book for for teens or tweens, but I'm finding that more adults seem to be reading and enjoying the books than the kids do. And if the line outside of Ridley Pearson's book signing in Walt Disney World last year was any indication, uh, certainly a, adults seem to have enjoyed them. I've read the first two and a half. I will eventually get to the finishing the third. Certainly going to be there to get uh, the fourth book again, Kingdom Keepers 4 Power Play. That actually leads me into my next announcement, which is the next live broadcast <clears throat> is actually not going to take place next Wednesday night at 7.30, although I am planning on doing a newscast then. But Ridley Pearson is going to be in Walt Disney World next week, April 4th and 5th, and we will be there live with Ridley Pearson on Monday, April 4th, starting at about 4 p.m., and we will do a live video broadcast right from his book signing in downtown Disney. If you are in the area, please come by and say hi. Get a chance to meet Ridley, get your book signed. He's a wonderful guy, uh, really enjoys 
talking with and meeting his fans and his readers. So please come down. We had a great time uh, last year doing that. We'll start around four. We'll go for however long we can go until he or they decide to kick us out or you guys leave the box. But uh, yeah, we had a, excuse me, we had a blast last year doing it. And Ridley is such a, a great dynamic guy. He really has a good time interacting with you guys as well. Again, you can watch that Monday, April 4th, starting about 4 o'clock p.m. over at WDWRadioLive.com. So that is going to do it, excuse me, for this week's newscast. Thank you very much for watching. Thanks for interacting. If you're watching live in the chat room or even if you are watching on YouTube, on WW Radio, or listening to the audio-only portion in the iTunes feed. Thanks again to our sponsor, TouringPlans.com, for sponsoring this and every newscast. Don't forget to come by, visit the website over at www.radio.com or subscribe in iTunes. On the site, you'll find the blog, photo galleries, fun, friendly, family-friendly, and safe discussion forums, the uh, WDW Radio shop where you can buy the audio guides to Walt Disney World, the Walt Disney World trivia books, uh, download the free WDW Radio iPhone app, and lots more. My voice is going, but I appreciate you guys uh, standing by with me in the chat room tonight. I hope to see you. Uh, I hope you decide to come and be a part of the first and the rest of the books that we're going to explore in the Disney Book Club. Stay tuned to Twitter and Facebook for when we decide to when we put up the blog post exactly uh, with more information. Again, you can also get Ridley Pearson's book, Kingdom Keepers 4, on Amazon.com. So until next week, don't forget, 7.30 p.m., Every Wednesday uh, at www.newscast.com. I am Lou Mangello from WDW Radio. Thanks again for watching. See ya.